It's the True Achievements Podcast, AAA edition, part two. On today's show, down on his lock, Master Chief returns in Halo 5. The fishiest cod so far, Black Ops 3 disappoints the team. Croydon finally gets famous, Assassin's Creed Syndicate comes to England. Get your magnifying glass out, the new Xbox dashboard has arrived. And recoing havoc. We're all getting excited about Just Cause 3. All this, and more, on your floor-sliding, four-running, cockney-rhyming, True Achievements podcast. It's the True Achievements Podcast, Triple uh, A Edition Part Two, and uh, joining me here today it, we have Dave Kinetic, aka Dave K, aka Dave. Hello. And we have Webchimp UK, aka Jack. Hey. Nice to have you both aboard. Um, this is, a, as you can tell, this is a British English only podcast uh, for a change. So. Um, we thought we'd cover some of the games that we didn't have time to cover with Jay um, on last week's show. So um, that is still more AAA madness, as the title suggests. It's that time of year where games come thick and fast. So um, we've all managed to play um, part of at least part of Halo and at least part of Call of Duty Black Ops 3. So... Um, Dave, you did the review for Halo. What were your what were your take home points from Halo Five? I really enjoyed it. I'm not really a Halo fan, uh, I, as you can tell from my series score. But uh, I I enjoyed it. I didn't really. I thought the story was a bit confusing just because I didn't really know what was going on in the whole yeah universe. Okay. But uh, yeah, the gameplay was fun. The co op was fun. That was uh, pretty busy, and I really liked the new. It was the new multiplayer game mode they added in where it's just like a mass it's a bit like Titanfall with like AI everywhere and Warzone okay. Warzone that was the one I enjoyed playing that one me and Jack played quite a bit of that I think together so this seems to be a thing that's occurring more often I think um, maybe Titanfall was the first but people will correct me if I'm wrong but putting AI on multiplayer maps and for people like me that are generally crap at multiplayer games it gives us a chance to actually get a feel of the game find some enemies that don't really do a great deal and pick them off. And it's it's quite satisfying just to get your eye in. Um, I noticed that it's on um, Star Wars Battlefront quite a bit as well. So you'll share a map with AI as, as well as human opponents. And it, it, I, I really like that. It was, especially in, in Halo, because the other game modes are all like 4v4. I think there's mm-hmm. been an update now for different game modes, but at the time... They were all four v four, so, it was so that's quite totally low, game. isn't it, for for multiplayer these days? I mean, I've got a, Star Wars is is rocking twenty v twenty at the moment. Human, human it is opponents. low, but the game it never felt boring, or there was never any you know quiet moments in a match in it. It's it was, good map design, it, then, isn't yeah. It, the maps think. are quite small, so are pretty hectic, and every, and I I I don't really know how it worked in the past, but like you get like the power weapons on the map, and I'll get like a countdown timer, and like a, a they'd be showing where they were on the map. Mm-hmm. So as soon as they're ready to spawn and you get like everybody start like heading to that one point. Oh so uh, that... yeah, you know what? I have I just remembered I did play some of this. I did play some of this for a bit and um Clever Jake <laughs> I found out the next day <laughs> sent me a PM and was like, I, um, there's actually an achievement for watching someone else play a game. Yeah. Like I can't remember what it's spectator or something like that. <laughs> um and he'd chosen to watch me. Uh, and he just sent me a PM of abuse of how rubbish I am at, at Halo Monster. Uh, which was nice. It's just embarrassing it was it's bad enough playing on your own, but then the next day when you realise there were people watching you it's just like, oh no <laughs> Um The thing the thing I find with, with Halo and the and the issue that I've had every time I've gone back to it and every time a new game's come out is that I've got so used to the um the zoom with the left trigger, um, shoot with the right, and throw grenade with the right um, shoulder button. That not having that 
has really thrown me every time I've I've gone back into Halo. There's been such a like a a two hour getting used to the controls. Well, this one's actually got like every weapon's got the sights on it now. Like, yeah, but it's it's the first one, isn't it? Yeah. To not to not have that. Which, which the is, one that is, messed me up a lot was is it RB to melee? Oh right, okay. I'll that that really me. messed me up a bit. I, I kept trying to throw a grenade in and yeah, well that would be a grenade for me. That's my, that's my go-to <laughs> grenade button. So. There is a cool is weird, control it? scheme available yeah. in the uh, yeah. settings for it. Okay, oh maybe I should switch to that. I think I get along a yeah. whole lot better. Um, okay, so recommended basically. Jack, you've you've played this as much as I have. I think a couple. Yeah, of, a couple of yeah, I've played a couple of missions of the campaign and uh, a couple of online. Did you play games. any of the multiplayer? Yeah, I played quite a bit of it, actually. So, a uh, couple of 5am <laughs> sessions with Dave. Nice. <laughs> but, um, that's been good overall. It's um, It just feels like they've improved on it. They haven't really done much to it, but a couple of tweaks here and there, but it's just a solid FPS. Um, mm. What you'd expect from the Halo franchise. Um, well, that's the impressive thing, really, considering the mess they made of MCC to come out with, with such a polished game. Yeah, yeah, definitely. And you could tell they definitely paid attention to like the multiplayer connections this time, because I had no issues at all. Like When it first came out, I, was, I held back on doing the review like day one, just to see how it handled, Yeah, and, and it was pretty smooth, to be honest. I don't think I had any kind of issues at all with being dropped or anything like that. Well, you'd assume they can just use the code that they've hopefully finally perfected <laughs> from the mess of MCC. Okay, so um, we, we're all happy. We've all enjoyed Halo, what we've played of it, and um, Dave, who's actually completed it, would, would recommend it. So let's move on to um, Call of Duty Black Ops now. Again, I've barely played any of this. Um, I played some of the campaign on Hardened because there's a few achievements tied to completing specific levels on Harden, so I thought I'll start on that. My first impressions were, wow, there's a lot of different things going on. I've got different um, powers, all sorts of different stuff that I've got on each level. There's enemies are disappearing in front of me. Am I doing some sort of training mission? I was yeah. like totally <laughs> baffled. Like the first, I think I've played the first two missions in full. And then at the end of that, I was just totally confused. And then I walk into some room and there's just all this other stuff to, to select. And at that point, I was like, right, okay, I'm going to take a break. <laughs> no, I really was like, what is going on? It's just so far away from the, the sort of Call of Duty Modern Warfare 2 classic um, game that I was just, it just threw me completely. I, I wasn't happy. I don't like the campaign at all. Like I, I, that was probably the main downside out of the whole thing was the campaign. It's like when you when you get in a Call of Duty, you know it's going to be a cheesy story. You know what's going to happen. Yeah, but but I like they're enjoyable. Yeah, it's, like, exactly. it's like watching like a summer f- movie. Do you know the big summer blockbuster? Yeah, that, definitely. That's pretty crap, but you you enjoy it anyway. And this is just so far removed. Like the story, it was all over the place to me. I just didn't know what was going on after time. But it wasn't set in any sort of... Like then, all the other ones were set in a time that you could, re, you could every, relate to, weren't there? It's like every time you finish a mission as well, you get thrown into that safe house, so the story's constantly getting broken up. Mm-hmm. And the, like, the, probably the most enjoyment I had out of it was playing co-op with Jack and just like... Because we're just talking through the cutscenes and don't really care yeah. what's happening. Because yeah. it just made no sense what was going on at all at the time. Yeah, it was disappointing to me, and they seem to have thrown too much stuff at the. the it's and not. It's not classic powers, gameplay. Is the it? powers work. I I enjoyed that. There's nothing wrong with that. But as well, like the second mission, the the training bit, they give you all the powers and they show you how to use this and hack this and do this. And then the next mission, they stripped all that off you, and you've got a, it's like skill trees that you've got to earn all right, that again. Okay. And you're not going to earn all that again until right towards the the very end. And then even to what grade it is going to be after that. Yeah, so I struggled with the training awkward. thing because there's there's like a there's like a bar that recharges to get you once you use a weapon. It obviously a special power yeah. thing. It, it discharges and then you have to wait until this um, thing fills up again. But it's just it was just not linear at all. So it would it would fill up ninety nine percent after about a minute, and then it just would never completely fill up. <laughs> You'd be like sitting there thinking, oh, if I just if I just camp here for like another minute, then I'm going to be able to use my my swarm or whatever it is that you've got selected, and then it just it just never filled up beyond that point. It's like, oh, this is stupid. 
It's like uh, the Windows progress bar. I, I literally used two once I unlocked and I used the Swarm one because that just dealt with I quite like that. And is it, um, well, I can't remember what it was called, the, the one that just kind of explodes the robot enemies. And that's oh, pretty right, much okay. all you need. All the other ones are just there just for messing about with the thing. I, I, I didn't use any of them, but Jack's played three in realistic, so I don't know. Yeah. Oh yeah, Jack, tell us about your there. realistic so, adventures. Um, in terms of going back to the idea of special abilities, I, I was basically in the same boat as you. I was just baffled by it all. And I don't think the game itself gave you enough guidance and help us to like, oh, you can go and buy some upgrades. Oh, or I totally managed to miss it, which is another potential. <laughs> yeah, but that's the bad signposting, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. But um, realistic mode, it was just... It wasn't too bad. I played for it in uh, co-op with two other people. And we use the tactic, one person holds back, two people run in, they go down, crawl back to the person, get them up. So it was a very boring tactic. But it was... Uh, it, it was so how long do you think it took you to... You've, you've completed it now, haven't you? Yeah, yeah, so completed it on Thursday, but um, it was plain sailing, really. It probably took us about um, 10 hours on a Saturday to get That's through the bulk of the missions. Um, and then the final two missions took about two hours each. Right, okay. I'm, I'm taking from playing with you that you weren't the one sitting back and reviving. I take it you were the one champion. <laughs> no, but as well as well as it being a pretty average campaign in terms of story, there's quite a few glitches. Like me right. and Jack were playing a mission. I think it's like the set. Is it the first mission? It was the first yeah, it mission. Was yeah. First mission. Me, me and Jack were playing in co-op, and there's a bit where you first kind of meet your your dudes who've got all the superpowers and stuff, and you go outside and you got to work your way to this building. And the AI guy is with you, supposed to open this door and let you in, but he he didn't do it. Just fuck it off. <laughs> yeah, he was just stood there doing nothing. And then there was like a, one of the enemy planes above that is supposed to, one. There's like a woman called she's called Hall, I think, who's like supposed to come up and jump and wreck this plane, and she didn't. She just kind of stood there. So we ended up getting totally locked out of doing anything else. We had to quit What's and that? start again completely. Nice. Well, it's funny you should mention that because we had a similar glitch, glitch later on in the campaign. So there's a section where you kind of rappel down into a hangar, which is quite cool. And we rappelled down into it, and on realistic mode, we all went down instantly, <laughs> um, which wasn't fun. But we respawned, and rather than the standard lighting in the hangar, it was broad daylight. All the enemies were there, static. We just walked past them. And um, then the level had kind of progressed on its own without us doing anything. Then we couldn't get through a doorway because of some debris blocking it, which happened later on in the level. That was a quit out and restart of a mission scenario, which was a bit annoying. So just to confirm, this is the first Call of Duty with a realistic mode in it, isn't it? Realistic difficulty level. And basically, is it one-shot kill? or Pretty much. Pretty much. It's not realistic at all in that respect. <laughs> you, don't, you don't like it. I tried it. I was trying to do a little bit of it solo, and I managed the first two missions, and I just gave up after that. It's just not that it's particularly hard. It's just so frustrating how you can just get wiped. You think you've cleared an area, and you and because the areas are quite big in this, because yeah, it's are, obviously yeah, fit for a player. They're more like Halo, where you've got like a bit. You you move into an area, and it's a big area. And there's all the enemies, and you'll think you've cleared it out, and you'll be like, yes, go on, next checkpoint. And then there'll just be one guy sat behind a barrel somewhere, just yeah. like, boom, and start all over again. So, yeah, I had that. I had that, And I was only playing on Hardened as well, but I was playing, there's a level on, I think it's, the, it must be before the training one, because it was, it was like actual enemies, they weren't disappearing. Um, but there was a big room that I went into, and, and there was some guy, uh, like little tanky things crawling around the floor firing stuff at you. Yeah. But I had exactly the same thing, and it felt like the checkpointing was really harsh. Like it, was a, it was a big old room to, to clear, and then there was a further bit just beyond it. And when I finally cleared the room, I was like, yes, I must have reached the checkpoint now. And I don't think it's that obvious. Maybe there is a little thing that pops up that's, that says it's saved or something. But I sort of assumed that I'd hit the checkpoint and sort of bowled into the next room and immediately died. And I was like, oh, well, at least I can start here. And it was like, no. I, I think on the, the third mission there's an area where you, you swim under, you just literally swim underneath, underneath like a building and come back up. And that's a checkpoint from being above the water 
to go in underneath and coming up on the other side is a checkpoint. No enemies, no nothing. <laughs> and then the next area you've got to go through, there's about 70 guys and there's like shield guys. <laughs> and then there's, there's two sets of shield guys till you at your next checkpoint. And it's like, so yeah, it is really weird how these, some of the, che- normally you, you have one little fight and then there's a checkpoint and then it's like, right, yeah. okay. And like that was part, not so much the last few Call of Duty's, because Veterans have been pretty easy. It's got easier as it goes yeah. forward. But like World at War, where they were throwing grenades at you that had you everywhere. Part of playing on Veteran was just trying to race to that next checkpoint, and when you felt like you got it after this little group of a few enemies. It was satisfying, yes. though, wasn't it? Yeah, exactly. Whereas, Whereas this is just like really 70 enemies and shields, and you got naff all, and you, <laughs> it's like, no yeah. thanks. It forces you to that. play it in co-op, doesn't it, I think? Yeah. yeah if you're going to attempt that. that. Um, but obviously the thing that World and War and this have got in common is, is Treyarch. Yeah. And I just, I just, I've always struggled to enjoy their, their versions of Call of Duty, unfortunately. But the so, multiplayer, um, the multiplayer is good. I've enjoyed the multiplayer. Okay. So let's just say what I've just been doing for the last 15 minutes. <laughs> or maybe 15 more than minutes. That. Keep going. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> for the last 15 minutes and the 15 minutes before that and the half hour before that. Um, so there's a uh, <laughs> there's a weird glitch, which allows you to become inf- infinitely um, or god mode, I guess you'd call it, infinitely powerful. You can't take hits, um, and there's an achievement for. So what was it? I was actually doing battle uh, combat battle training. Battle training. Okay, so it's like 16 rounds, sort of um, horde mode style. Get get each level gets progressively harder on a single map, um, <laughs> but there's a glitch. A, a weird, weird, complicated glitch. How anyone ever found this, I have no idea. Um, the details are on the site. Uh, but uh, I can't actually remember what the achievement was called either. Uh, for real this time. For real, yeah. I just popped it. Um, burn a gold rating in the training simulator. Okay, so the training simulator is accessed from the, the room, the weird room at the end of level two. Um, and yeah, you just, you just become infinitely powerful and you can't die unless... You fall off the map. Well, in fact, actually, that's the problem. If you well, fall you off the map, as I did twice, um, you don't die. So you're just stuck off the map and you've got complete levels so you have to quit out and go through the ridiculousness of, of setting up the hack again. But um, yeah, weird, uh, weird game. But I, have, I haven't actually played any of the normal multiplayer, <laughs> just this weird uh, god mode version of the multiplayer. So tell me about the multiplayer. What, what's it like? You guys were just playing it now, it's weren't been, you? Um, it's been pretty good so far. It's kind of standard Call of Duty, as you'd expect, but with a couple of tweaks, I suppose. Um, but I think they... So stuff like uh, you've got Infinite Sprint now. Um, okay. Proud mode, which is good. Um, it makes and it a bit more fast-paced, so you can always run into the action. And, and what, we, what game happening. mode were you just playing? Team... Um, we were on Kill Confirmed, I think, then. Yeah. Is that a team... Mode. Yeah, yes. it's not every man for himself. But one of the, the probably the major thing they've done they've added is kind of classes, but it's not as much as like you would have in say Battlefield. So there's like a, I think there's nine different specialists they called. Oh uh, yeah, I remember when we played this at Gamescom actually. So you pick your specialist. There's like four available at the beginning, and then each specialist has two kind of special abilities that they can use. So one will be kind of more attack based, like it might be a big massive gun or something like that. Or one might be more like team focused, like in some, I think one of them reveals enemies through like walls and things. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. One of one of them would be like an, the a, whole bit team. Of an XP boost, yeah. So you pick that, and it's just basically like you kill streak. The, the better you do, and the more kills you get, are if you're playing a, like a, an objective game like do, domination, as you as you earn points, this little thing grows, and you can use your special ability throughout. So it's not like a massive change, but it is. It's basically like an extension of the of the kill streaks, right? Or the score streaks. The it adds a bit more to the game. But um, the nice thing is, obviously, for score streaks, if you die, it resets. But yeah. with this, it doesn't. So kind of, oh, okay. if you're a bit um, having a bad game, getting killed quite a lot, That'd you can me. still get your special ability, <laughs> and it can turn it all around from that point, which is quite cool. I'd say my only gripe so far with it is is some of the um, spawn locations and you can it seems to be quite easy to get like spawn killed. I was going to say something else then, but (laughs) 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 you can you can end up in a game where like the really the enemy's really pushed onto you and you're just spawning in the same spot and you literally can't get more than ten yards without getting taken out again. 
So they, they need to work on that. But other than that, it's, it's basically standard Call of Duty. So if you enjoy Call of Duty multiplayer, you'll enjoy it. Mm, okay. But there's obviously all the different powers and... Or do, yeah. Or is that all restricted in the multiplayer? Have you still got, like, wall running and all that sort yeah, of thing? Yeah, un- so, like, in the campaign, you've got to actually unlock that. Yeah. And you choose that as one of your perks for that particular mission. But this, it's like everybody's got that unlocked all the time. Right, okay. So, oh, right. Okay. So, it's so a it's bit tight and far Yeah, I was yeah. going to say, much more fluid map movements. It is, but some of the maps don't allow you to do yeah, the wall okay. running and things. Some of the maps are really well designed for... Like little shortcuts or ways that you can get around the back of the enemy, whereas some maps are just more like you stand the Call of Duty, like there's no way to wall run. And even though there's some buildings on the map, even though you can double jump, it won't allow you to double jump on top of buildings and things, even though you can get up to it. Right. It, it's like restricted That's... how to do it. So it's a bit of. Some of the maps are really good, others are a bit. It's a little bit frustrating. I think yeah. if you like played as a sniper class or whatever, you'd want to kind of go prone on the top of the building and. And and one thing, because the, I don't know why it's done it, but it's the first Call of Duty, I know, apart from maybe at the odd map, where you can literally fall off the map everywhere. Jack's a bit of a pro at that. <laughs> 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 but yeah, there's like these areas of the map where there's literally just you, you miss a jump or something, that's it, you've fallen, and that's it, you're dead, starting. Right, okay. But that's probably more fun than the campaign. Yeah, I've enjoyed that. Yeah, definitely. And we've had a tiny go on zombies, not really got into it too much. I think I've always found the Treyarch zombies difficult to get into. It's um, I prefer the Advanced Warfare one. It's a bit uh, more simple for me. <laughs> so this one just seems a little bit less, too much to do. And the Easter eggs are very difficult, I think. I enjoyed the very first one they did. You know, it was in World at War was the first one. Yes, and it was just literally you're in a room, and you 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 reinforced your your windows and things, and you shot enemies, and that was about it. When they started going on, all right, you got to go and turn on the generator, and then you got to go and well, this one, into the cornfield and get the electric man and stuff. Kind of like open cool. gates, then there's <laughs> yeah. suddenly a monorail that you can use to get to all the bits of the map, um, and. It's just crazy. There's ways and there's like much. a beast mode. I don't, yeah. I don't know what, why that's just weird. You, you go to like this shrine and you become a beast, like this weird thing, and you can open other areas of the map mm-hmm. that you can't do normally. And then it, it, you can even like get up on top of some buildings. I haven't done that, but Jack did. Yeah, it's been um, good. I think for the multiplayer, obviously it's shone out there. Um, but that's what people buy Call of Duty for, mainly, I think. It's probably far, sorry. Uh, the multiplayer people. Yeah, I think like you that. can tell that. I, could, I think the biggest sign that this one was going to be like a bit of a letdown in terms of the campaign mm-hmm. was, you know, for the 360 and PS3 version when they, they dropped they, it. They dropped it and said, "Right, we're going to go with the the multiplayer and the zombies." So I think they know where the the interest really lies for people who are buying it regularly. I think. Yeah, yeah, I think they do. Um, I'm kind of pleased that they did drop the campaign for the 360 version. So you don't have to do it again. Well, so I don't have to do it again because I'm stupidly stacking the game. But um, also because it's it's the first proper next-gen Call of Duty. Like yeah, all of the other so. ones, it does, it, it's almost been... I, I've kind of wondered, oh, have they made it for the next-gen and ported it back, or have they made it for the last-gen and ported it forward? Yeah. It's kind of it like is the best-looking one, I think, in, ter- in the campaign. Yeah, definitely. Some of the uh, lighting's really good. Mm-hmm. Some, of some of the chairs that don't move aren't oh, annoying. The spinning chairs. <laughs> so the first mission, chairs don't spin. Second mission, they do spin. What, what's going on? Pull your socks up. <laughs> I need to patch it. You know, I think that's the best thing about playing with you. Like, so if you don't know, Jackie's what was your degree in? Uh, got a degree in computer games programming. So when you play the game with Jack, rather than playing the game, he's more like looking around at what's broken and what works in a game. <laughs> so whereas nobody would ever notice spinny chairs, Jack notices spinny so chairs. Everybody will be <laughs> off looking at like a cutscene that's happening and I'll be there standing in a corner spinning. <laughs> yeah, good fun. Okay, great. So um, the other game Dave's been playing is the new Assassin's Creed, uh, which is set in good old London, London town. <laughs> I was looking out for it. It actually starts in. I'm sure it starts in Crawley. I can't remember that. But I'm sure it starts in Crawley. <laughs> it starts <at> the <laughs> yeah. Excellent. Oh, we should get a copy then. 
<laughs> um, yeah, uh, I this was the, probably the first one that I wasn't really that interested in. I, I normally really love Assassin's Creed games, and after what, even the last two. No, well, I, I three was all right. It wasn't terrible was okay. to me, I but it, four was terrible. I played three, and I kind of enjoyed it. And I, I like because I'm a fan, I enjoyed it. But looking back on it, I finished like the story and never wanted to go back and finish up the rest of the stuff. Uh, Black Flag, I enjoyed. Unity, I started, and it was when it was an absolute mess. Black and then Flag, I, you I, enjoyed. Maybe I need to give that another go. Uh, I've only put an hour into it. I and I, yeah, I enjoyed that. I mean, it was, be- it was probably a better pirate game than it was an Assassin's Creed game. I just didn't like how but open it, world it was. I spent half my time sailing yeah. around on the ocean, not knowing where <laughs> I was going. And then I'd yeah. suddenly come up against a big wall because I hadn't progressed so far in the campaign. I've then it around. I started Unity last year and it was a mess. And then there was all the stuff about needing like an app to open things. And I just I can't be bothered with this. Ah, uh, the companion you play at, yeah. Yeah, and I played about four hours or something, and it was just really bad, so I left it. So I thought, right, I'm not going to bother this year. And then we got the review copy, and it was a physical disc, so I couldn't send it to a, any of our American friends. And everybody else was busy, so I was like, all right, I'll do it. And I'm glad I did, because it was probably the best one for years, if if Ooh. you liked. Did, have, have you played two? Yeah, two's my favourite. Two and right, Brotherhood so, were Right, so it's, it's, got, it's really simplified back to... Oh. Hooray. That kind of gameplay, and it's probably one of the better stories. Like, I think when Ezio was like the character, he was really every he was, you could really relate to him and really like him. And then after that, like, <laughs> really? it, you could really relate to him. Yeah, yeah, because yeah, I'm an, a I'm an Italian, Italian assassin. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I could relate to him. He was a man, and I'm a man, and he had hair and stuff. But <laughs> no. But I, I enjoy. I really enjoyed him as a character. He and was then, social manager of the uh, <laughs> Assassin's Guild. Yeah. But then that, the Connor guy in, in three was a bit boring. Oh, he was. Oh, that was the reason I hated that game. But uh, these two, like these two twins. So the way it works is a bit. It's a bit like Grand Theft Auto, where some missions are kind of specific to one character, some are specific to the other character, and the two they're supposed to be one. The, Evie's supposed to be a bit more stealthy. And um, Jacob's like, okay, let's rewind. We're, we're, so we're set in well, England in London. So, yeah, so it's set in sort of the Industrial Revolution in England. Okay, and in these London. twins are English? Yeah, so two twins who, who early on you kind of learn that their father was an assassin. So is this and, a girl uh, and a boy? Yeah, girl and a boy twin. Girl's okay. called Evie, boy's called Jacob. And you do something at the beginning of the story, like in... The assassins say, "Don't go to London," but you're like, "Now nah, I'm going to London anyway." So off you go. <laughs> <laughs> and then once you get there, the, it's it's not like you know the last few have been like, "Oh, you need to climb towers to liberate oh, areas and stuff yeah. like that." This is like the guy who's the Templar who's in charge of London kind of runs everything from like the crime to industry. He's got hands in politics, everything. So. While the girl's like, oh, we need to go and get the Apple of Eden that's hidden in London. The lad's like, no, nah, we need to go and get all the gangs. So you start your own little gang. So that Jacob's kind of missions are centred around going fighting people. Right, okay. And you don't have to be stealthy at all for him. You just run in and start punching people. And Awesome, that's my yeah. topic game. And then hers are a little bit more stealth orientated. But the two together work really well, just like they did in GTA where... Yeah, it keeps it fresh yeah. all the time. So the story was really good. I enjoyed the story, and it's not it's not as littered with loads of things to do. Do you know, like the last few got really uh, bad. The, map, the map was just, was just absolutely got chock a block. Thousand symbols on the map. Yeah. Like, so there are still plenty of like side objectives to do, but they make sense in kind yeah. of liberating the area rather than going climbing a tower and lighting a torch and going, "Way we've done another area." Going and strapping on somebody for. Oh yeah, there's no. I don't, oh, that's the worst. The there's no, oh. Yeah, there's none of that. There's no eavesdrops missions, and as well, the, the good thing I liked is and hunting. The, the last oh. few have had like you need to get a hundred percent in everything, you know, to mm-hmm. get the hundred percent sync. Where it's just like in the main stories now, okay, and they're all okay. quite straightforward. So it's pretty. It's probably the easiest Assassin's Creed game probably since uh, Brotherhood and Two. It's I actually got the completion. full thousand in Two. It's yeah. one of the few games that I have the full completion. But if you like Two and Brotherhood, it, it's, it's similar to that. It's really oh, okay. they took oh. the kind of gameplay. They stripped out the uh, multiplayer as well, didn't they? So there's none of that. Yeah, that's gone. 
yeah, literally just a hundred percent single player focus, no bolting on co-op and apps and nonsense that nobody wants. Those are the things, the things you just mentioned that aren't in it. Actually, I didn't. To be honest, I didn't mind climbing the towers. I actually thought that was okay, but the eavesdropping missions, I couldn't stand. The multiplayer, I, although it was quite innovative the first time, I, I think it was in, first turned up in Brotherhood, and I thought it was quite cool, but I didn't really want achievements tied to it. Um, and then just the, the mess of thousands of different things to do on the map. Those were the things that just annoyed me. Oh, and the sailing. There's no sailing in this, is there? <laughs> no, no. Okay, good. Although you can go up and down the Thames a bit if you want. Oh, okay. Well, like on a little cruise. <laughs> yeah. Like a party boat. But yeah, it's like everything that made Assassin's Creed really, that to me was made it like a really good game in two and Brotherhood is how they've kind of gone back to a lot more simplified or excited. single player focus characters who like are interesting to play as rather than that kind of guy who was just like oh, so in, a yarn fest. In terms of the combat system, if they tweaked that at all, or is it um, just it, kind of build upon the one from the last game? It's still, yeah, I, I didn't get really a great deal into Unity, so I'm not really sure. But it's it's pretty similar to how it's you know been for ages, like counter. Yeah. So you're focusing on one guy simple, at once, and then yeah, the, so yeah, there'll be occasions where two will come and you like they glow. I think it's yellow. They'll glow as mm-hmm. they're like ready to make an attack. So you might get a couple come at you, and you you do your counter button, and it'll counter both of them and do some like double super duper move. Yeah, I love that. But it's basically the similar kind of. You're better off countering than attack, and then there's the big dudes who you have to kind of give them a bit of a kick first mm-hmm. for them to drop the guard. It's that's similar, right? Um, Do you yeah, have to build the, like there was the, the thing I can't remember which one it was in, maybe Revelations, where you had to start making like potions for like shoot. Uh, you had to make gunpowder and stuff out of like eight different make grenades, wasn't it? Yeah, no, oh, the crafting thing. No, literally, it's you go to. I think it's Alexander Bell. Mm. He's like one of like the side characters in it, and you do a few missions for him. And as you do missions for some of the side other people, you'll get other weapons, and he'll give you bits and pieces. Yeah, that's like back to the old way. Craft it or anything. Where you meet Michelangelo. You just literally go to a shop and buy it. There is a better crafting, like as you go and open chests and things like that, or make kills. You'll pick up, I think, bits of pieces that you can use. But you just literally. Go to your menu and you go craft it once you got the bits. Right, you don't okay. have to mess about or anything. Nice. And and they're not really essentially. It's just things like you get a a belt that'll hold more darts or more of this or more huh. of that. Probably the only real change to like the older games is you've got this gun that'll shoot like a rope. So it's a bit like Batman in a way, where you can kind of do you know like instead of scaling up walls Crumble and taking ages, yeah, mm-hmm. you fire it to the top, and you can you can either use it to go up vertically, or you can go like across rooftop to rooftop with it. That's very Batmany, and it's got quite a decent range on it. So when you've got to go across the map, it's it's quite easy, easy just to fly across it pretty quickly. Nice. And then they've got the horses and carriages as well that you can ride around mm-hmm. in, so that kind of speeds up moving around. Mm. It's a big map. Yeah, I think I. It doesn't seem that big because it was so quick to get around, but I, th- I think it's apparently like the biggest map that they've had. Okay. Wow. So is it okay. um, most of the game based on one map this time, or do you have kind of different areas of a city you can go to? Yeah, it's it's similar to like how it's been where it's in London, but it's kind of broke up into boroughs uh-huh. or boroughs for, the, for our friends <laughs> over the <laughs> boroughs. Boroughs. So just stay clear of Lambeth, and you you're probably all right. Well, that, yeah, that's one of the areas, Lambeth. You start off in Croydon, wow. don't you? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. No. It's either Croydon or Crowley, I can't no, remember. It's but Croydon, you, I think. Stands for You move across, yeah. and then, yeah, you get to London. And you, you, it's, the city's really well done, where there's like the, the the bit more slummy areas where you've got all the in, industry and there's all the chimneys and stuff going off. Mm-hmm. And then, so as, as the game progresses, you, you end up at like Windsor Palace and things like that, and Houses of Parliament, and they all look really good as well. Windsor Palace. I don't know what it's called. Oh, <laughs> Buckingham Palace. Buckingham Palace. <laughs> Where the Windsors live. <laughs> wow. Now, Windsor's like quite a bit north of London. There we go. Northerner. Doesn't know his history. Yeah. Um, but recommended then. That sounds exciting. Sounds good. Yeah, Actually, if, if you like the earlier games, it's, it, it's really so good. So have you, you finished the story, you did the review, didn't you? Yeah, I, I did. And what did you give it? Four and a half. Spoilers. Ooh, four and a half. Good score. Okay, that's pretty exciting then. Has it um, has it got loads of collectibles? Because that was the other big thing about Assassin. 
there, there's quite a few, but it's not ridiculous. Okay. And you, it's one of them where, um, if as you're running around and you've got your eagle vision on, it'll put them on the map so you can see them. Oh, and that's then any, handy. I think any that you there's not all of not all there's different types of collectibles, and some you can buy a map for, so you can just literally yes. buy the map, head off to it, go and get it. I think in two there was none of that, and I, you had to collect feathers, a hundred feathers yeah, from around the map. Yeah. And I remember having like pages from TA open with like screenshots of different buildings yeah. there was like there'd yeah. be one screenshot of where you need to be on the map and then another screenshot of where it was on the building well there is like, one type of one type of the collectibles is like that you can't buy a map for it but the, is there an achievement tied to that there is yeah but it's it's not really I can't remember what the exact number is it's not ridiculous but it's probably 50 or something like okay. that still a considerable amount but as well it's not as bad as like it's we're in um, the earlier ones, you know, you'd have to scale up all the buildings yeah. to go and get it. Whereas yeah, this one, you know where it is. You use this rope thing, and you, you're up in a couple of seconds, so it's it's super quick. Okay, exciting. Okay, I might have to. This sounds like a post. Obviously, the amount of games that are out at the moment, it's um, it's a mad time for games. But that sounds like one to pick up once I've cleared down Battlefield <laughs> Battlefront. <laughs> yeah, uh, COD. I, I might give up with COD. You know, I'm not enjoying it. Really not enjoying it. It probably, I, th- I think, play it in co-op. Yeah, yeah. That's the answer, don't really have to pay attention to the story; just go through it. It definitely seems like it's a game built for co-op rather than a single-player experience. Now, yeah, I, I find it interesting that they can make good experiences that are basically the same campaigns, but are built for one person to do on their own, and yet also built for up to. Is it up to four as well? On yeah, it's up yeah. to four people. It's amazing that they can actually make that work. It's actually quite nice to see that because a lot of games it's usually a separate cooperative campaign. Yeah. As one thing as well about Call of Duty in co-op, really annoying if these collectibles you've both got to pick it up. Yeah. Mm. Um, wow. Talking about that, the other annoying thing: if one person's picked it up, you can't see the collectible. So if you're trying to kind of help your friends go back and <laughs> polish up, it's like it's over here somewhere, but I don't know where. Just have a look <laughs> oh, around. Oh, no. <laughs> That sounds weird. Okay, so the other big thing that came out um, last week was the uh, new Xbox dashboard, but I think all of us were in the preview program and have had it for longer than that. I spoke to Jay a little bit about it, but he hadn't really had a chance to get um, deep into it, but you guys have been using it for probably a month now. So I thought we'd just talk a bit about it and how you're finding it, really. Um, I mentioned to Jay that I'd struggled to find even the basic things like the My Games and Apps. Um, and the achievements app, I I struggled to find both of those. The things that were shortcutted on the left mm-hmm. were not necessarily the things that I use more. I, like I, would, I I don't really get why there's not a link to my games from the left icons. Yeah, that's the thing I'm I mean more than anything. So I think it's one of these things because you've used the old one for almost two years now. Oh um, yeah, by the way, happy birthday today. Yeah. Dave mentioned earlier today is two years since the Xbox One came out. Yeah. Uh, so happy, yeah. happy second birthday, <laughs> Xbox One. <laughs> um, you've obviously used the original Dash for almost two years, so it's, it's a bit alien, isn't it? Going to a whole new experience. And one of the things they could have probably done is a quick tutorial, like a here's how it works, here's where some of the key things are that you'll probably the, want There to was find. something like that um, when it finally installed properly the last mm-hmm. time. There was a little okay. thing, but it would only seem to be like you could, pre- it was a thing about pressing the guide twice that showed up, but it only, that was the only thing that I got, and that was it. Hint the rest of it has gone. But you could really do with like a little video guide, couldn't you, or something? Yeah, definitely, definitely. I, th- I think the one major annoyance for me is that the 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 old achievement app you can only have in Snap now. Yeah, and then you've got to go like back over to the left and in your profile, and then down to get like a full screen view of your achievements. Which is kind of Clunky. in the same way as the Xbox app on Windows 10 or, mm-hmm. or like on Xbox.com, but I don't know why they've had to do that. But they've so got all that room on the left. For, they've got a massive panel for icons and they've used, what, six? Yeah. There's a load of room there. They could easily put an achievement one in there. They could put my games and apps in there. It would just, just make things so much easier for me. But there's a few things like. They've made it so that getting towards starting a party is quicker, which yes. it is. You just yeah. go to the left, go to the party. But then when you go to invite now, like the old way, you go over, you tick each of the friends, and you press down, and the invite button was at the bottom. 
So once you'd selected your two or three friends, or whatever, you just go down and click invite. Whereas now you've got to scroll down your friends list, which is a big long list, and do the ones you want, and then scroll all the way back up to the invite button. Mm-hmm. So it doesn't seem any quicker to me. It just seems a bit annoying. Can and the one you, thing that really bugs my OCD is you can't hide games anymore. Do you know if you've uninstalled right. a game? It's still there. In, yeah, it used to appear, you know, like on the, if you go to your games, you used to be able to scroll all the way to the right and it'd yeah. say, yeah, to uh, install. All the ones, and then there was like a hide button. Whereas now they're just all there, and now you've got the backwards compatible ones coming on. Oh, I've just got like yeah. a huge it's list of stuff, and it just really winds me up. <laughs> and the weird thing is, right, they've, they've been. This preview program is relatively. This is a new thing, isn't it? I mean, I can't remember before having the opportunity for this many people to test something provide feedback and then to be able to tweak it week on week no yeah and yet still there's things that we're not massive and you'd think the people that are providing the feedback the people that are in this preview program are people like us people that have got a big game collection people that are interested in achievements and the stuff that we want to get at just is it seems tucked away they definitely seem to have hit, like really hidden away achievements this time it's like when the Xbox One came out they made a big thing of achievements mm. And like challenges and all that kind of stuff, and it's like now they've kind of taken it away and hidden it. It's almost a on bit. the back burner, isn't it? Yeah. But to kind of jump to a couple of things that I actually do like about the experience. Oh, so, yes. You like um, things? <laughs> so the notifications um, yeah. on it. So, oh, not the actual physical notifications that pop up, but the, uh, you know, when you get notifications, they kind of go into a queue and you can view all of the things that have happened. So if you've unlocked some achievements, party yeah. and light, and that's now in a list, which is a hell yeah, of a lot of right. to view. And you can clear it in one. There's yeah, a clear button there's at the top. There's a dismiss <laughs> button, which is amazing. Um, I actually like the the, the toast notifications. They, they seem to be a lot smaller. Mm-hmm. But they the also one... contain a lot more information. So basically, this is this is the other thing I said to Jay. They've dropped the font massively, haven't they? Yeah. It's like, I've, I mean, I've got I've got a 60 inch telly. <laughs> not not boasting about that. <laughs> but if I didn't if I had like a thirty two inch, which is what everyone had like five years ago, everyone had thirty two inch studies, and I was sitting the same distance, I wouldn't be able to read ninety percent of the text that's on the screen. It would just be impossible. Even with a sixty inch telly, I need to sit forward a bit, squint to read some of it. It's it's incredible. <laughs> I'm surprised that they've got I'm not it. really I my I genuinely play on like the second I'll generally sorry, play on this like my second Xbox and the telly's really close. Is it okay? So I've not I've not really noticed it as much as that, but it is definitely smaller. But I do I do prefer the, the smaller toast notification because you're in a game sometimes. Oh yeah, no, I totally agree with Such that. a massive bit of your game that you'd be like, get out of the way, I don't want to join your mm. party. And then then do you know some of it as well? It'd say, do you want to join a party? And then there'd be that, that little line coming the along the bottom, and you, you'd time. have to wait like twenty thirty seconds for it to go. But it seems a lot better that. Yeah. Okay, so it's a, it's a lot tidier, I think. There seems way less adverts. In fact, I've barely seen any. I don't think it's much more. Here's the stuff that you've been playing recently. That's the main focus of it. Mm-hmm. It's much less. I'm sure they'll find a way to crowbar them in at some point. <laughs> and as 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 is always the case with this stuff, it'll be constantly updated over the next year or two. Um, I imagine there'll be a, a healthy update coming in like January or February with with probably quite a lot of new stuff in it and probably address most of the stuff that we're complaining about now um, they do seem pretty good at the parties seem to be a lot better yeah I think uh, that was the focus that. I mean there was so much criticism about the Xbox One parties being worse than the 360 ones people just didn't get that at all um, so it's good that they put focus on that one of the weird things they initially tried to do with parties was um, tie it into the games themselves didn't they so I know when Rise came yeah. out and I was playing that um, yeah. If I was in a party with a friend and I started a game, it'd automatically try and pull him into the game, and I couldn't invite somebody else. Wow. I think Dead Rising didn't even have an invite to game button. Actually, in the game, you had to be in a party, and yeah, it, it, uh, sometimes it'd automatically invite, and sometimes it wouldn't. Please, developers have realised that's kind of a bad way, and it's nice to have some separation between the OS and the game itself. Oh, totally. Yeah, it should be so. But I know in the preview, I was having a lot of problems. You go into a party, and even though you join, you It'd take maybe thirty seconds for it to actually register. You got a mic, and then mm-hmm. it was all you were grayed out. But since we've started, that is pretty much as instant as it used to be on the three hundred and sixty. Now, like you join and you chatting. Mm-hmm. 
Cool. Okay, so um, work in progress. Some things we like, some things we're not so sure about. Um, I think it just takes a bit of getting used to the same with all these things. We don't like change. (laughs) 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 Um, Yeah, I'm sure even there is that. There's there's so much ways of, or so many ways of giving feedback now that they supposedly listen to that I'm sure it'll improve over the next month, like you say. Yeah. Cool. Okay. Um,. I was just going to mention that it's pretty much that's it for this year's games, but I'm leaving out the game for next week. Exactly, just got three, yeah. um, which I I have had on pre-order for about six months since it was announced. <laughs> <laughs> um, are either of you two picking it up? Um, uh, probably, I think so. I never played two though. Oh. I never played it, but oh. I, I like I like what I've seen. Two was so very good. Two is amazing. Yeah, I highly recommend two. I actually well, got I got the full completion in one. And I'm about two. You had to really put in the hours to get the full. There's, there's a overtake seventy five percent of the map mm-hmm. achievement, um, which you're looking at almost a hundred hours, I think, probably to do that <laughs> stuff, um, which I didn't quite get to. But I love to. I mean, it's totally over the top craziness, but it, it reminds me it's of that sort of almost like playing a Michael Bay film. It's <laughs> yeah, it's it's gonna it's be it's gonna be fantastic. So uh yeah, I'm very much looking forward to that. I've probably hyped up too much now and I'm gonna end up slightly disappointed by it. So no, it's out on the same day as that uh new Rainbow Six as well, isn't it? Rainbow Six Siege, which I have, <laughs> I have found good. out. After talking to Jay about the disappointment in um Battlefront of not having a proper first person uh, single player campaign mode and joking that um obviously Siege wouldn't do that. It turns out that Siege doesn't have a full uh, first uh, single player campaign mode either. So I think that's pure co-op in it. Yeah. yeah, it's like why? I loved that. I tell you what, Rainbow Six One and Two, those single player campaigns were amazing, absolutely incredible. So I'm, I'm gutted. Really, I did enjoy Terrorist Hunt and the, the co-op stuff that was in those games, but the the co-op stuff or the multiplayer stuff that we played at Gamescom with Siege. Was not particularly inspiring. Right, okay. So that's very I, disappointing. I, I did have the beta, but I didn't get around to playing it. So we um, played it a little bit at Gamescom, but as Rich said, it wasn't really inspiring. Um, it probably didn't help. We were playing with a team of German people that we could understand. But <laughs> a team of German people who were using it was at EGX once, wasn't it? I'm sure we we saw it, even though we didn't play it. We played a game with a tube. I don't know what that game was. That tube going around the door. I enjoyed that. <laughs> There's a non-console game, which is basically a tube with lights in. And um, it had a little joystick thing at the bottom of it. And you have to flick. Just like flashing lights went up a tube. It was really weird to explain. But it was good. It was one of the best things we played when we were there. <laughs> it's probably like the only thing we played. <laughs> probably only cost about a fiver for the whole thing. Oh, the, the thing looked like really... It was like a, a wooden block nailed to a table <laughs> with like a spring <laughs> joystick. Then, you know, like when you go to like a cheesy disco and around the DJ booth, you've got yeah, like yeah. Them, or, them tubes. Or like the lights you put on your Christmas tree. It was yeah. a bit like that. <laughs> and they made a game out of it. it was pretty so rigged. So that's, that comes highly recommended. Um, when that comes out on Xbox One, everyone. <laughs> <laughs> um, anyway, so just goes through next week. Uh, any other business? Anyone else got anything that they've played or wants to talk about Xbox related? No, I, I, I finished Game of Thrones. Did Jay okay. talk about that? Uh, no. Oh, good. Have you have you played it? Have I've played, played the first one, but I played it as part of Leapfrog, so I was literally. Going out, getting food, coming back in, pressing A without even looking at the screen, going out, and uh, and that was before I was watching the TV program as well, which it's I've now I've now seen all of, so it, it would make a whole lot more sense now. Just uh, the ending is just so brutal. I, I don't know if there's different endings or what, but it's just <laughs> you, you just cannot win all the way through. It's like six episodes of kicking you in the it's all the way through. Jay's review went up this week, and um, that tended to be the most of the feedback it doesn't yeah, seem to uh, have as much I don't know whether, if they're going to even have a season 2 because I don't know if there's like much left to, no one left. to kill oh, wow. but yeah it was good but I can't believe it took a year to release 6 episodes and then you got Minecraft story modes had like 3 three. it's third one out soon isn't it I've done one day it's crazy Has any, have you played any of that yeah oh is that good 
It just um, seems like such a bizarre concept to me that I. It, it, the first one was really good. I enjoyed it. Actually, it worked really well, and um, it, it is looks just like Minecraft, and they've got little sections. Do you know, like the sections in the Telltale games, like press A really yeah. fast. That might be like a little building section or something where you're building something okay. as it, like a hut or something like that. But the second one, the That's first good. one was really good. But no, but it, well, the story was quite good. It, it worked. Okay. It was enjoyable. The second episode was just. I don't know, it was a bit short, just didn't really seem to go anywhere, so I don't know, hit and miss. Just How much churning out as a bit of a moneymaker. Or... Well, it does feel like It's, it's weird because it's like, they've, this is the first time where they've done like these episodic games where they've churned out two in like two weeks. Wow. And then I'm sure the other one got announced for like early next month. So they're probably churning it out for Christmas. Cause they even brought out a retail distance that's basically wow. a code to download the rest of the content as it comes out. Yeah. From the Minecraft one? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, okay. Um, and how much is it? Just about thirty quid, I think. Thirteen pounds. Thirty pounds. The, the episodes are dearer than normal. Yes, I'm sure the episodes are like four four ninety nine now instead of being. Yeah, so they dropped because they're normally like three ninety nine, aren't they, or something like that? Yeah. Or was the five ninety nine, four ninety nine, five ninety nine? I can't remember. But they're expensive. I remember looking Sounds at the like a lot of money. Going, what it is? So yeah, the... two hundred gamer score in it. It's, it's quick and easy. Get on it. <laughs> <laughs> so a quick recap on what we were talking about earlier. Um, Dave, you have scored what was it, forty three thousand something gamer score yeah. this year in two thousand fifteen. Thanks, thanks to this site that does these period summaries that are really Oh yeah, good. we do them. <laughs> <laughs> period summaries. Um and Jack, you're up in a very similar amount. In fact a bit yeah, higher. I'm a bit higher. I'm at forty uh, 47,072 gamer score this year. Oh, you need to make the effort to... You will do anyway, if you carry on at the same rate, to, to do 50k in one year. That's Just, pretty uh, impressive find stuff. find it amazing. My best month this year was uh, May 2015, 25,000 gamer score. 25,000 gamer score in one frog. month. <laughs> <laughs> what, what, what was the ratio on that month? That one point No ratio months. First, um, you get 25, That's yeah? amazing. I've got 25 for the whole year. Yep. Okay, good for me. A thousand achievements this year, are you? A thousand achievements. Oh, I should have more, really. I feel like you should donate with yours to me. <laughs> Maybe I'll just to, write, write de- a little hack. Dedicate half a day to gaming in the office a week. If I took one achievement off everybody on the site <laughs> each day, just like randomly chose someone, they wouldn't, they wouldn't even notice. Probably not. <laughs> just reallocate some. It's like payment for, for using the site. <laughs> cool. Okay, so um, next time we will we'll talk to you about a game of the year. We're going to be doing a little game of the year special, um, and hopefully I'll be able to talk about some Just Cause Three, and that will be coming up in a few weeks' time, just before Christmas. So um, from me, Rich, from Dave, Dave, and from Jack, <laughs> WebChimp UK, uh, we will be catching you next month. Have fun. Okay. Bye bye. See ya. See you.